Welcome to Bring Your Brilliance. Are you ready to find and amplify your voice? Looking to be inspired by those who are already out there making it happen? Listen in as we shine a light on those who bring their full, authentic selves to do what they love, make no apologies, and don't try to fit into other people's boxes. With your host, Carla Taylor, who, after years of being inspired by the brilliantly shining people she was meeting, decided others need to hear these stories too. Hello and welcome to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. I am your host, Carla Taylor, and we are here on Inspired Choices Network, and I just have to start out this show with a big woohoo! <laughs> um, this is a big deal. So today is the 26th, I believe, episode, yes, of this show that I started this year, and I I can't believe it. It's 26 episodes. We're at the end of the year, and wow, what a year it has been. So actually, this is not one of my top five lessons learned for the year, but celebrating successes is so, so important. So if you're not already doing that in your life, please, please, please do that. Take some time, even every day, actually, to think about what is something that you did today or that you accomplished or or that you can feel great about. And what's so interesting, I used to do this, actually, I had a program called Vibrant Life, and we used to do this. And sometimes people would, even for the whole month, have a hard time figuring out successes or they were so hard on themselves. You know, like one woman was like, well, I had a goal of working out five or six times a week and I didn't do that. So I can't celebrate that as a success. And we're like, okay, well, what what did you do? And well, I probably only got three or four times a week. And I mean, come on. <laughs> like, even if you didn't quite reach your goal, working out three or four times a week is, is awesome. So look at what you did do and look at what you have accomplished. And sometimes getting up in the morning and brushing your teeth and getting in the car and driving somewhere is enough to celebrate. Like we do so much every single day that we take for granted. And what's so cool about this exercise, and it really is sometimes sitting down and forcing yourself to celebrate the successes in your life. And we're so good at looking at where we failed and the things that didn't go the way we wanted them to do. but there's so many things we take for granted that we do do every single day and every single week and that we get accomplished. And when you start thinking that way and shifting how you're looking at it, all of a sudden, and this happened to every single person in our workshop, um, once you start thinking that way and start writing down one or two or three, then you like think of a whole bunch. And so we all have so many things that we can celebrate every single day and every single week and every single month. And if you're joining me at this point of every single year, I am actually doing my year in review today. And it's so much, I can't even wrap my brain around it completely because this has been such a big year for me and such a big year of change. And so I'm just taking a moment right now, right here at the beginning of this show, before I've even gone into what we're really talking about today, but I just want to celebrate the fact that here I am and here you are, and I'm so grateful for you, even if you've only listened to one show, even if you're listening for the first time right now, I am so grateful for you for making a decision, making an inspired choice even, that you want something to be different in your life or you want to be inspired or you want to feed your mind and grow and change and develop and evolve. And that's really what it's all about. 
And so thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for caring enough about you and yourself and the people in your life to take the steps to do things maybe differently than you've ever done before. And so I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating this show. I am celebrating my awesome producers who have been there with me every single step of the way. Um, I'm so grateful. And if you know anything about my backstory, I had a podcast of the same name, Bring Your Brilliance, that I had started about a year earlier or tried to start. I talked about starting, you know, one of those things where you talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, and maybe even take some steps and do some research and learn some things and maybe even record a few episodes. And I think I had six different interviews that I had recorded. And, you know, six months in, I'd only gotten two out the door, I think. And it was just one of those things that I really wanted to do. And it's not that hard, but it was just something that I wasn't fitting in to my very busy life. And I loved the interviewing part and I loved the people part, but the sitting down in a room by myself trying to edit it, you know, all the things that I actually didn't mind doing. I actually found it kind of interesting, but it was time I didn't uh, schedule and, and time I didn't make time for because it was, I was like, oh, I can get to that because it was me doing it by myself. I even hired someone to do a couple episodes for me. You know, I tried everything but I wasn't consistently doing it. And when I started this show, I was so not ready. Um, and I did it anyway. And that's actually my first lesson that I'm going to talk about in a minute. But um, sometimes you just got to take that leap and you've got to do something that's going to force yourself to do the thing that you've always wanted to do and you haven't yet. So I'm getting way ahead of myself. I do that a lot. But I want to today talk to you, and I'm calling this show A Year of Brilliance, and it truly has been a full year now since I actually launched Bring Your Brilliance as not just the name of my podcast, but actually the name of not just my radio show, but also everything that I'm doing. And so my company and, and my approach of helping people bring their brilliance um, I work with people on their authentic personal brand and on their LinkedIn marketing specifically, but the authentic personal brand and the marketing type of things that we do can actually go to many different venues and avenues and, and ways of, of reaching the people that have been looking for you. So it's really about knowing who you are and how to communicate your gifts, your unique superpowers of the ways that you bring <clears throat> your gifts and talents and your life experiences and the things that you're passionate about together and you have this calling and you have this thing that you know that you're meant to be doing and maybe you've already even started doing it but you need help getting it out to the world more and better and in a more clear, confident, compelling way and that's what I do. I help you get your message out there, get really clear on what it is, understand truly your own superpowers because everybody has them. We all have brilliance within us. All that all of us have the, the ability to shine brightly and inspire others. And in fact, the person that wrote the quote, the, the Marianne Williamson quote about who am I to be fabulous and talented and brilliant and in fact who am I not to be and it is our light and not our darkness that frightens us most. And I'm sure you've either heard of the quote or I, I posted it before, I can post it again. But the point is that we all were made to be brilliant. And so my year of brilliance has been me, for the first time, actually owning my own. And I can tell you, a year ago, 
uh, right around this time, actually, I had a wonderful, amazing graphic designer who was doing my branding, and he's so much more than a graphic designer. He really is a, like a creative director and a strategist and all of the things and just a wonderful, wonderful person. But <clears throat> he was doing my branding, which I asked him to do at the time, my podcast cover, which of course now has become my, my radio show and podcast. Um, but he he was like, Carla, Bring Your Brilliance isn't just the name of your show. Bring Your Brilliance is, is your entire umbrella of everything that you do. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't call myself brilliant. <laughs> I can't have my picture next to the word brilliance. Like, I can't have that be my thing. It's simply me showcasing other people's brilliance on this show and interviewing other people. And I want to show their brilliance to the world. And I want to tell their stories. And I've been meeting the most amazing people for the last, you know, at that point, I'd been out in the networking world for about 10 years. And prior to that, I worked at an uh, uh, I worked in a cubicle job. <laughs> I worked for a very large company and um, didn't really know what was out in the world. And of course, I met some great people there, but the people who are out there, moving and shaking and pursuing their calling and and their passion and helping people in such a big, amazing way and and really doing it and facing their fears and going after it and doing it anyway. Those are the people. Those are the stories that I wanted to collect and share. And as I was doing, I was actually doing a lot of career coaching at the time. And as I was doing all of that, I kept thinking, oh, my goodness, if you could have just met Kelsey and heard her story, or if you could have met Michael and, and the things that he's doing in his life and the way he inspires, uh, even taking a, a topic of, of financial wellness and but making it really interesting and unique and you know all the different things that people were doing and I'd be working with people coming out of corporate jobs or or different things that they were doing in the career coaching field and I wanted to share these stories I wanted to have a place to point them and say don't just take my word for it but listen to this person and what they've been doing in the world and they will inspire you and that sounds so much like what you're passionate about I wanted a place for people to come and get inspired about what is possible. And so that's what Bring Your Brilliance really was all about. It was meant to be showcasing everyone else's stories, and that's where it started. And what my graphic designer, his name is Adam Parsons, he's amazing, he's also an amazing artist, and he challenged me, and he said, Carla, you get to own your brilliance. And I was like, oh, my God, you're so right. <laughs> like, this is what I tell all of my clients is to own who they are and to own their brilliance. And I I really needed to take my own advice. And so he challenged me to do that. I cannot tell you how terrified I was and how scary it was to put that word next to my name. And now I use it all the time, and now it's not a big deal because I've gotten really used to it. So I, I, I celebrate, and I love it, and I love talking about people's brilliance. And, oh, my goodness, the conversations I've gotten to have since I've started doing this, it is just so beyond anything I could have imagined a year ago. So I'm so grateful. Adam Parsons, if you're listening to this, I'm so grateful for you. I am so grateful for you seeing me and believing in me just like I've done for so many other people, and I needed that too, and so thank you. Um, I really appreciate that feedback and understanding and hearing and believing and having that confidence, and, and, and I'm going off on another little tangent here, but if you don't have a coach, 
oh my goodness, everybody needs a coach. And I've actually had several coaches over the years. Um, Adam doesn't call himself a coach, but he's certainly been a coach to me. But you've got to have someone outside of yourself to reflect back to you and to show you who you are and why you're so great because you are. Like you have greatness within you and other people can come alongside you and see it and reflect it back to you and show it to you even if you haven't seen it yourself because we get so we're so close to our own selves and we're so caught up in our own emotions and we just don't have actually a very good perspective on ourselves so get a coach if you've never had a coach get one if you've had one before maybe it's time for you to get one again if you already have one thank your coach <laughs> make sure that they're challenging you in all the ways that you need to be challenged and cheering you on in all the ways that you need to be cheered but um but do this for yourself. If, if nothing else in the next year, get some outside perspective on who you are and what you can do because it will it will change your life. So I am actually already at the first break. I am going to jump into our topic today, which, again, is the year of brilliance that it's been. Um, I'm just excited and obviously going in a lot of different directions because I'm so inspired by what I've been through this year, and I want that for you too. So I'm going to go ahead and go to my break, and then I'll come back and we'll talk about the year of brilliance that it's been. So again, this is Carla Taylor here on Bring Your Brilliance. We are here on Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815 880 8255. Or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I'm Carla Taylor. This is Bring Your Brilliance, and we are here on Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking about a year of brilliance. So what if you spent an entire year focused on bringing your brilliance? 
Would that change your experience and how you and others see you? Well, I am here to tell you what it's been like for me. So today I am actually reviewing the top five lessons that I've learned over the past year after getting incredibly focused and brave about putting myself out there and no longer playing small. After years of hiding behind the scenes and being that trainer and coach who helped others reach their dreams, and I was that person lifting and supporting them, I decided in 2019 it was time to take a huge leap and do life differently. So not only did I declare 2019 my year of fun, and oh my goodness, what a fun year it's been, I've also launched myself into bringing my own brilliance beginning at the end of last year, 2018, when I actually wrote and performed a spoken word poem at the Walk the Talk speaker series. And though my year has taken many twists and turns and went to several unexpected places, some great, some not so great, I can tell you it has been an exhilarating ride with many, many lessons learned along the way. So today I want to share with you those top five lessons that I have learned over the past year. And like I just talked about, um, it really did launch with the Walk the Talk speaker series. So that is something that is right now here in Indianapolis. They're getting ready to take it uh, much more beyond this city, uh, but it's also currently available if you go to, out to YouTube. I think it's also maybe on Amazon already. Uh, but if you look up the Walk the Talk speaker series, it's kind of like a TED Talk. Um, it's very inspirational. There's some amazing, phenomenal speakers. It's something that I had heard about. There's a, there was a big venue here in Indianapolis called The Vogue that's been around forever and ever, many, many years. It's been many different iterations, a lot of um, – it was a music venue most recently, and so there was a lot of really famous people who have come and performed on that stage. And this is also where they were having the Walk the Talk speaker series. And so that was something that I had – been attending and admiring the people on that stage, and I really wanted to be a part of it. And I've been a speaker and a facilitator of workshops for 20-some years. So speaking on a stage actually wasn't so foreign to me, but that type of speaking and doing more of a a from-the-heart or personal story type of speech was something I hadn't done before. I've always been you know, either a keynote of, of a certain conference or, you know, very business-related, business-focused type topics. And so this was a stretch for me. And I actually tried out for Walk the Talk twice before. Uh, the first topic that I tried out for was forgiveness. And I've been through a lot in my life, and I've forgiven some pretty horrific things. And so I felt like that was a hard topic, but it was something I definitely had a story to tell and knew about. Um, as I was preparing that talk, I realized I wasn't – I, I, there were still things that were pretty raw emotionally for me, and so it didn't surprise me when I didn't get that one. Uh, but it was a great exercise for me to prepare it. It helped me. It was cathartic for me, so I appreciated having prepared that one. Um, and then I ended up uh, – the next one that I thought, oh, my goodness, yes, this is why the last one didn't work. It's called Creating Happiness, and I'm all about happiness and creating happiness. And, in fact, I ha have been the chief happiness officer. I've written the Career Happiness Project. I have a dog named Happy. Like I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, happy is my topic, creating happiness. I was excited about that one, and I didn't get it. <laughs> I didn't make it. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, 
I didn't like that one. I didn't get at all. Like I, I kind of tried to be something I wasn't in that speech though. When looking back, but I still was like so confused as to why that one I wasn't chosen for. And so I thought, okay, well, it's not in the cards. It's just not meant to be. I'm not meant to be a walk the talk speaker. I'll be a supporter. I'll go attend it. But I have another stage I'm supposed to be on, or I have another message I'm supposed to give. And so I went on about my life and never thought I would try out for a third time. And uh, so leading up to this past year, I've been through a lot of different iterations of my own career and my own self. And, you know, my background, I've spent a lot of time working in corporate America, first directly for companies. And then I had my own consulting firm starting in 2009. So Ignite Consulting, I've done some amazing projects with people and companies all over the country. I've worked with some incredible teams and incredible organizations and just it's been it's been great and it's been a lot of fun and a lot of learning and a lot of hard work and all the things that I had done. Uh but it was mostly in, you know, the leadership development, team building, organizational development, employee engagement, all of that kind of stuff. And I really wanted something different. And in fact I'd gone to an HR conference a couple of years ago, two, three, four years ago now, and um, Seth Godin was a speaker. And Seth Godin, if you don't know who he is, he's an incredible marketing guru. Like, he's written so many books, and he's such a brilliant brain about marketing. And they had brought him to this HR conference trying to help HR people (laughs) in Indiana kind of expand beyond their normal, you know, they wanted them to have more exposure to more different thought processes and more different types of people. And I was at this conference, and I love HR people. Like, I love everything that they do, and I've been a part of them and one of them. But at that moment, I knew that was not the place I was supposed to be. And I I don't know if you've ever felt that, that wherever you are, maybe you're at work, maybe you're with a group of friends, whatever it is, there's a moment that comes along that you just feel like you don't fit. And Sometimes we do something about it. Sometimes we don't. But in that moment, I realized I have to do something differently. I need to have my life look different from from this because I'm here with this incredible speaker, this person I had admired, and most of the people in the room had no idea who he was. They weren't even paying that much attention to him. And he was, like, begging people (laughs) in the room. He was like... Um, you know, and I love Indiana. Indiana is a great place. It's a wonderful place to live and a wonderful place to live, raise your family. But we tend to be very landlocked. We're in the middle of the, the United States. We tend to be kind of the last adopters of anything. We're not at, usually at the forefront of, of anything. <laughs> um, I mean, there's some things, obviously, Indiana does really well. But for the most part, having lived internationally, Indiana tends to be oftentimes five to ten years behind even the rest of the world. And so this was one of those times where I was like, ah, <laughs> i got to get out and do something differently and be around different thinking people because I have such a forward-focused, future-focused brain. I'm always about ten years ahead, especially in Indiana. Um, but I just – I'm fascinated by – the way people work and the way people come together and how to share their value. And I've always been really interested in how people work better together. And I've been studying what's happened all over the world and I know what could be and what's coming. And it's really hard in a market where people aren't as ready to hear it. And so I I kind of been in that, that push pull space for a long time. And 
I just realized at that conference with Seth Godin that I just needed to get myself into a different place. And so I spent the next two years exploring that. I actually started a tech startup, which is a very different departure, it seems, from my background. But at the same time, my tech startup was actually all about helping people work better together in workspaces. And so I was connecting people to on-demand workspace in different co-working spaces and companies all over. Um, eventually, I meant to be all over the country, but uh, I had gotten workspaces all over Indianapolis as well as sh starting in Chicago. And it was great. I love the idea. I still love the idea. But I don't know tech. I don't know how to do the coding part myself. I'd spent tons, you know, thousands of dollars. I'd even gotten an investor. We'd spent thousands of dollars on trying to get the tech right. And unless you have a really solid technology partner or you know enough to work with someone, like some people have some fantastic teams out in India. But after two years, I realized it wasn't, it wasn't working. And it wasn't working for me in my life. And I've even briefly, I think, shared before about this trip I took out to California. And I, it was now a year and a half ago. I don't even know. But it was after two years of doing my tech startup. And I went to Silicon Valley. And I spent a morning in the Redwood Forest. And then I went to Google, Facebook, and Apple headquarters all in the same afternoon because they're all 15 minutes apart. And after that day, I realized my morning was actually the part I enjoyed the most and being able to go out and, and go walking through the Redwood Forest. And, and I realized that the end goal of a tech startup is to grow it into a big company and or sell it to a bigger company. But that wasn't actually what I wanted. I didn't want to build a big company. I wanted to connect people in workspaces. I wanted to help people work better together, but I actually didn't want to be the CEO of a big company. And so the goal I was going after wasn't actually what I wanted. And what I really wanted was a life that it was flexible and had enough flexibility and freedom that I could go and work from anywhere and work with fantastic, amazing people and see fantastic, amazing places all over the world. And so I came home and I shut down my tech startup, and I started deciding that it was time to do something different. And I've got triplet teenagers who, at the time, I had three years left with them at home, and I decided that I needed to spend more time with them, and I needed to be more flexible and do the things that I could do without having this big technology problem that I was having. And so I changed everything, but I didn't have an, an actual plan. I just knew it needed to be different. And so my first lesson learned kind of starting at the year, at the beginning of the year, is to be completely open to what might be. Be in discovery. Be in wonder. Be in a place where you are open to what might happen and take action before you even feel ready. So start taking steps even remotely in that direction. And so what I did was I actually decided I don't know what I'm doing next. I had something that I tried to do for a couple of months. It didn't work out. And I suddenly have this open calendar and I don't know what to do. And I see the audition for Walk the Talk. And I think, oh my goodness, I tried out twice before. I don't want to do it. Uh, but I didn't know what else to do. So I decided, okay, I need to take some action and do something to get myself somewhere next. 
and that was the thing that came up. And so I tried out for a third time. I made it. And I also did something I'd never done before. And that is actually my second lesson is to do something that you've never done in order to get a different result because you're never going to get anywhere new if you don't do anything new. So my first two lessons are to take action before, actually, I think I've mentioned three now, but be open and live in wonder and in discovery. Take action before you feel ready and then do something you've never done before to get a different result. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about those three and then I'm going to also tell you my final two lessons when we get back. Again, this is Carla Taylor on Bring Your Brilliance and we are here on the Inspired Choices Network and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back to Bring Your Brilliance. I am your host, Carla Taylor. We are here on Inspired Choices Network. And I just want you to know that I've got some fantastic new tools and resources for you coming up for the year 2020. I am so excited to help you bring your brilliance to LinkedIn and beyond. I've got a really amazing 90-day brilliance planner that I will be launching. I've actually got a little mini course to go along with it to teach you the system of how to organize your brain, uh, your very creative, beautiful, chaotic brain. And I talk about moving from beautiful chaos to brilliant clarity. And it's something for me, I have struggled in the past with having this big thinking creative brain that goes in lots of different directions and I have lots of different passions. And sometimes I find it very hard to move forward because there's so many different things going on inside my brain. And so I have found and now shared in the 90 day brilliance planner, this system to get you organized and to get you focused uh, while still allowing for the beautiful chaotic brain that you have, uh, but getting you to focus on one thing, one main thing that you are going to do for the next 90 days so that whether it's your podcast, whether it's a book, whether it's a speaking uh, tour that you want to do, whatever it is, uh, but you have an incredible message to share. And even if it's just a, a smaller audience that you're sharing it with, um, people need to hear what you have to say. And so that's really what I'm helping you do with the 90 Day Brilliance Planner is getting yourself organized and having a systematic approach to your life of 
we look at the 90-day bigger goal. We break that down into monthly goals. We break that down into weekly goals. And we actually focus on scheduling out your week versus just your days. And, of course, we have a daily accountability to what you've decided. But we actually live our life in weeks. So we have 168 hours in a week, and that's actually how we tend to schedule around what we're accomplishing a week versus a day. So that's part of what I will be teaching you in the 90-Day Brilliance Planner. Again, it's going to be launching in January. You can pre-order it now. I'm really excited to share this system with you. And then I also have some LinkedIn workshops that I will be offering on LinkedIn profiles you've got to make sure your profile is in great shape before you start doing a whole lot um, but it's actually easier than you think and so what I'm doing with these workshops and I've done some master classes and I've done some different things and I can continue to offer those but what I really want to help people with next year is digging in and getting hands-on um, actually doing the work in the class with me because so many times we hear about great things we want to do or we hear these great theories or we do some learning but then we have to go back and sit down and by ourselves and wait what was that and it doesn't get done so in my workshops it's going to get done <laughs> we are actually going to spend the time working on your LinkedIn and your profile um, and your LinkedIn page which you might either have a company page or maybe it's a page for your book or for, for your speaking, uh, but you've got your personal and your, your company page, and then you also have content. So I've got three a three-part workshop, three different workshops. You can come to each of them individually, or you can do all three, but it's going to be actually getting stuff done <laughs> while you're in this workshop. So, um, and, and in the past, I've traditionally worked with people one-on-one, -on -one, and it's, it's a higher dollar uh, spend than a lot of people have the ability to do or want to do and so this is a way that I can help you and dig in and do some of the things that I do with my private clients um, because I know there's so many people who who need and want this and I'm I'm really excited to share it so that's what's coming up for next year um, I I'm so excited to to I've got so many people who've been asking me and they're excited about it too and we've got some in-person ones as well as online so that's what's coming um, so today, back to the year of brilliance, I was just sharing about doing some things differently. My first three lessons learned are to be open to what's next. You don't need to know everything ahead of time. And I'm a planner. I like to be in control. I like to think ahead. Um, I'm also spontaneous. So, you know, that is a part of my personality. So I will admit that I'm not as controlling as some super planning people. But I like to know what's happening. You know, I've... I'm the mom, <laughs> I've got triplets, like I got to know in advance what we're going to be doing and what's coming up next. And so for me to be open to not knowing, um, it's, it's, not, it's not my comfort zone. And it has been a challenge, but it's also been an incredible adventure. And I am so grateful that I have gotten to this point in my life where I know I've been through, honestly, I've been through hell and back. I've been through all sorts of things in my life. And the beauty of going through those really bad things is that you know you can get through it. <laughs> you know you can get through anything. And there's absolutely nothing that can take you down and keep you down. Because even if it takes you down, you will get back up. You will get back up. And it may not be in your timing, it may not be what you thought, but there is no storm in history that lasted forever. And there is no storm in your life 
that will not have an end point and that you won't get through. And the best thing you can do is keep moving forward, even if you have no idea what forward is or what forward looks like. But if you take a step, then that will get you to your next step, which will get you to your next step. And you don't have to know. You do not need to know what to do next. You just need to take a step, even if it's a misstep. It's a step, and you're going to learn from it. And so my first step when I shut everything down and I had this wide open calendar and the thing I thought I was going to be doing for the next three years didn't work out, I had no idea what to do, but I saw something that made me feel compelled to move forward, which was at that point that walk the talk thing. Like I said, it was not in my plan to try out a third time. In fact, the topic, they have a different topics for each one, is was not one <laughs> that I was inspired about. Like I told you, the first one was forgiveness, and I knew I had a story there. The second one was creating happiness. I thought for sure that was mine. This one was kindness and generosity, which is beautiful and wonderful and lovely, but I didn't feel like I had anything inspiring to say, you know, be kind, <laughs> be generous. Like to me, it was kind of obvious things to do. So I wasn't actually inspired by that topic. But yet I knew I needed to take action in my life. I knew I needed things to be different than what they'd been. And I knew the only thing I knew to do was to keep moving forward. And in that moment, moving forward looked like putting myself out there for this audition. I can't tell you why. I It felt like a compelled calling that I needed to follow. And so I did. And so being open to that and then following those promptings, you know, you know in your gut when things are right or wrong or they're the way you're supposed to go or not go, you know. And for the first half of my life, because I'm assuming I'm only about halfway through, <laughs> but for the first part of my life, I I often knew things innately, but I didn't pay very much attention to that. And it led me to a lot of decisions that I never should have made. And yet I'm even grateful for those because I've learned so much and I am who I am because of them. And so now I'm trusting my gut. I'm paying attention to the energy that I feel around something. And if you've even done any, you know, I know a lot of people talk about kind of woo-woo energy or whatever, and I actually have learned a lot more about that as well. But what I'm talking about with energy is even just, you know, if you've been familiar with Strength Finder or anything about how you work best, um, paying attention to your energy level when you're doing a task or when you're doing something uh, you know if something energizes you and makes you feel like you want to keep going and you know when something really drains you or you start wanting to procrastinate that thing. So even if we're just talking about that level of energy, pay attention to the energy that you have or don't have in any given point in your life. And the more you do that, the more information about yourself that you're unlocking and the more you're going to understand what you need in your life, whether it's the tasks and the actions that you're taking in your career, whether it's the direction that you need to go, whether it's the people that you want to have around you, the more you pay attention to this, the more information you will have about what does and doesn't serve you and work for you in your life. And you get to honor that for you because nobody else will. Nobody else is as invested in your life experience even if they really love and adore you, they don't even know for sure what super energizes you or doesn't or what your innate feeling is. Um, so you get to be the person 
So hear this. If you've been waiting for someone else to come along and help you out and and help complete you or, or make your life better, you're the person. <laughs> you are that person. And I know that sounds cheesier. That even sounds disappointing. Um, but you are the person. You are fully capable. And not only that, it's it's exciting because nothing else is holding you back. So you get to do the things that you need to do for you, which includes honoring and listening to your gut. It includes going after that thing that you're feeling prompted to do. And it includes being open and being in wonder of what is going to happen next and what will happen when I take this one step and where might that lead me, which might lead me to the next one. And again, it's not a straight line of success. It's not a, you just keep taking steps and everything's perfect and you get right where you're trying to go, but you will get somewhere and you will get some information and you will learn in each step that you take. So be open and then take action before you feel ready. And like I mentioned with this radio show, I always thought it would be cool to have a radio show. I tried the the podcasting on my own. I knew I needed more support and help. And this is a huge commitment. This is a weekly show. Like, whether you're ready or not, weeks keep coming. <laughs> they keep coming around. And sometimes I'm super ready and excited and prepared in advance. And other times I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's been a week already. Um, and so taking action and also committing to that action that's going to hold you accountable to it, and that's actually part of what I teach in the 90-Day Planner, um, is that accountability is another big part of it. So taking action before you feel ready, um, committing to that action that will that will force you to take it and keep taking it consistently. So whether that's an accountability partner, whether that's signing up for a, a thing uh, that you didn't even know for sure you wanted. <laughs> um, but doing something and doing something you've never done in that will get you somewhere new. And it makes sense, right? If you just keep doing the same things and running in the same circles, and, and that's even what they talk about getting in a rut, because the more you go in the same place, you actually dig a deeper rut. And so if you feel stuck in a rut in your life, take a look at what you're doing and where you're going and, and who you're hanging out with. And if you're not doing anything new or you're not meeting new people and hearing new ideas and getting around people who think differently from you, that's huge. That is huge. That is where innovation comes in. That is where all this fantastic, amazing learning and, and collaboration and all the things that can happen when you get outside your comfort zone and you get outside your normal day-to-day life and have some new conversations or go to a new type of an event or go meet someone you've never thought to hang out with or, you know, whatever it is. There's so many easy ways to do that. And yet we think, oh, well, I don't know how to meet new people. I don't know how to do new things. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Just if something sounds crazy different, like I went with my daughter to Gen Con. That's not something I'm actually very interested in. It was fascinating to me to see all these people that were doing that sort of thing and even being around them and talking to some of them. I learned things. I mean, there's there's stuff everywhere, right? There's opportunities everywhere when you look for them. So be open to those opportunities. Start doing things and um, and commit to doing things. And there's so many different ways that it can look, but I can tell you having done that this year, it has changed everything for me. So. 
I am going to go ahead and take our third break. Uh, I can't believe we're almost at the end of this, and I haven't even got to my last two lessons. But um, again, I'm Carla Taylor. This is Bring Your Brilliance. We're here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. We all have a personal brand. It's what people say about you when you're not in the room. What if you knew how to clearly and confidently communicate your value in a compelling way? Tune in to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor to discover the tools, resources, and inspiration you need to get started and keep growing. Are you ready to make your mark? Learn how to bring your brilliance by listening to the Bring Your Brilliance radio show every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central, 8 a.m. Mountain, and 7 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Bring Your Brilliance radio show with personal branding and LinkedIn strategist Carla Taylor. To join today's conversation, call in the U.S. at 815-880-8255 or Canada at 613-800-8736 or Skype at Inspired Choices Network. Or ask a question or send a comment by email at bringyourbrilliance at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello, it's me, Carla Taylor. Here we are again. We're on the Bring Your Brilliance radio show. Uh, we're here on Inspired Choices Network. We're talking about a year of brilliance. And so as I was sharing, I did the Walk the Talk thing. I did a spoken word poem. It's the hardest I've ever worked. It was the scariest thing I've ever done. I literally was terrified, and I didn't even get it right in the audition or in the tech rehearsal, but at the actual performance, I nailed every word. And so if you want to see the video, it is, uh, if you look up Carla Taylor, whatever it takes is the name of mine. But um, you can see how nervous I am, and yet um, I'm really proud of that performance, and it's really the a pinnacle moment that I've had in my career and it really did launch me into stepping out front and walking the talk, which is really what this year of brilliance has been all about of first of all, even using the word brilliance, calling myself um not just everyone else, but being able to say, Yes, I am brilliant. I have brilliant ways of shining and and things that I think and the way I share it. And um and really that is that that brilliance is is this huge, big uh, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and getting yourself out in a bigger way and bringing that to the world and sharing what you have to say and share with people because it is so important. And I've had so many people over the past year who've now come to me and said, I really appreciate what you're saying or you've really helped me or I've been watching you for a while now and Thank you for all of the few things you're doing. And so um, the feedback that you'll start getting when you're showing up and you're showing up consistently is another part of this exhilarating ride of being brave, being bold, putting yourself out there, uh, sharing the things that you are passionate about, that you know that you've been through, that you could help others with, and it will make a difference and it will be important to the person who needs to hear it. Uh, so, like I said, for me, I started to walk the talk. I then actually started working with Adam Parsons as an artist. He was one of my clients to help bring his, his brilliance to the world. Uh, so we did some art shows. I did some PR for him. He was on a 
uh, local TV shows, lots of different things. And I had several clients that I was helping them bring their brilliance to the world. And it's been, each one of them has their own unique story and their own unique gifts. Um, and it is so fulfilling for me to help them get to that next level and get to that next place and clearly see their value or have other people see it that they have maybe been afraid to put it out there. And so uh, that's really where I spent a lot of the first part of my year is helping, still helping other people with their brilliance as I was still figuring out what it was that I was doing with Bring Your Brilliance for Myself. And it was the, and I know I've talked about this before too, but the social media week in Lima, Ohio with Jessica Phillips, who's one of the the past uh, people that I've interviewed. She's brilliantly uh, inspiring. She's the epitome of relationship marketing. She truly, genuinely cares about the people that she's working with and how she works with them. And I've never seen anybody model what they teach more than Jessica Phillips. But her conference, she brought together some of the most amazing people and voices, um, especially on LinkedIn, Brian Wallace, Brian Fanzo, Brian Kramer. I don't know why they were all named Brian, but they are all really powerful voices on LinkedIn and out in the world of helping people be bigger and do more and share their, their gifts and talents in the ways that they do it. Uh, Jamie Cohen, uh, Judy, Lincoln Like a Fox. There were so many people at this one conference that came from all over the country and even the world. Dr. I then came from Korea. And each one of them was fully being themselves and really truly being who they are without apology. And it was that collective group of people and that particular conference where I had never thought of myself as a social media person. I knew I helped people with communicating their value, and I knew I helped people. I didn't even call it an authentic personal brand at the time because I was so used to working more on resumes, helping people with even team building and being able to communicate their value to their team. And while I was doing it and helping people on LinkedIn for career searches, I never called myself a social media person. In fact, I'd hired social media people and I didn't feel like I was one of them. But at this conference, I had my biggest aha moment of my life where I realized that I actually am this social media person who I had been loving LinkedIn, delving into LinkedIn, being so overjoyed by how it was coming alive with all of this content and all this these different people sharing their voices. And I did know a lot. I was actually an expert in how to put things together on LinkedIn and how to get your voice out there and everything else. And I realized things things I've been doing my whole life of helping people communicate their value, helping people understand their strengths and gifts and what their superpowers was. I was already doing all of that, but now all I did was see it differently for myself that it was beyond just your company or your team or or the people in your life, but actually just shifting my own lens of the fact that I was already doing all of those things. I just didn't call myself that. And so I walked away from that conference understanding that what I'm actually doing is authentic personal branding on LinkedIn. And your authentic personal brand isn't what you do. It isn't all the different little things, but it's who you are and how you're showing up everywhere you go. And that is my lesson number four for my year of bringing my own brilliance is to be who you are everywhere you go. And 
I was trying to be one person in tech startup world and another person in corporate America and another person over here. And it was, it was exhausting. <laughs> and I realized that I am Carla Taylor and I am somebody who loves to connect people and I love to cheer people on and I love to champion others and, and help them find and get their wins. And I was doing that no matter what I was doing. And so when I started defining myself by that, and who I am, and how I help people, no matter which ways I'm helping them, it got so easy. Oh my goodness, it was so simple suddenly to understand what I needed to be doing and what did I needed to be saying on LinkedIn beyond. So I'm showing up on LinkedIn just like I am in person, just like I am on this show, and I'm talking about the things that matter to me, and I'm talking about the things that I'm passionate about, and I'm looking for ways and opportunities to help people, and that is exactly who I am and what my brilliance is. And it's okay. And in fact, it's even great if people don't like it because not everybody is going to like me. If I'm not fully being me and I'm not fully being seen for me, then people can't also all love who I am. And there's some people who are going to love it and there's some people who are going to hate it and that's okay. But if you're not taking a stand for anything, you will fall for everything and no one will fall for you because <laughs> they won't even know what you're about. Um, so have a clear voice and be okay and even be happy when you have people who don't love you because all they're doing is telling you that they're not your people, they're not your tribe. And the people who are, who see you and love you in your gifts and strengths and in everything that you do are the people that you want to be around and spend time with. And this is true in your personal life as much as it is in your business life, as much as it is in your LinkedIn life. Um, it's all the same thing. So be who you are fully and completely and don't apologize for it. So that is my lesson number five is stop trying to fit in and focus on standing out with no apologies because you are amazing. You are brilliant. You are exactly who you were meant to be. You are on your journey. You are still learning. You are never going to be perfect. So quit trying to be. Just be you and I cannot tell you the number of people who have come around me in the last six months, even in the last three months, that now that I'm being fully me, I am meeting people who think like me, who see the world like me in a way I never did before because people didn't know it. They didn't know who I was. So be you fully and completely. Be bold. Be brave. Be brilliant. Be you. And watch what happens when you step in to your brilliance and decide to spend the next year there. I can't wait for you to have the same type of journey that I've had this year. And if you need help, I am here to help you. Thanks for Carla listening Taylor, to another episode of Bring Your Brilliance with Carla Taylor. For the latest updates and info on personal branding, please follow and interact with Carla Taylor on LinkedIn. And be sure to visit www.itstimetobringit.com. Join Carla Taylor every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time 